today is May 1st, and we have a great show coming up for you. Uh, I know I sound a little weird today. I just got out of mouth surgery, but we're going to work through it. We brought in uh, Jordan, and as always, we have Buddy to pick up my slack. Uh, first, we're going to recap uh, UFC 150 Fort Lauderdale, then we're going to get into some current news, then we're going to top off the night with uh, UFC 151 Ottawa with Al Iaquinta versus Donald Cerrone. So let's take it away. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Jordan? Doing good. I'm doing great. Um, Aaron 151 makes me want some rum. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the Fight Addicts podcast. It's a great podcast for us to do for uh, anybody that loves fights. We're going to be making an appearance on that. We're recording with them Sunday and um, should be pretty awesome. We have lots of things we're going to be doing with them. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. They're going down. They're going down. We're going to pick so much better than them. I know. They're talking about it's. it's it almost sounds like a competition they want to do where our fight picks. We all know that I am Miss Cleo of the fight night. <laughs> so. I'll tell you, UFC 237, we're going to be making our picks. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, really studying all the fighters. So um, me and Jordan watched the fights together, and you watched the fights um, somewhere else, but we, we didn't get together for the fights. It was a little bit of a hectic weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordan, what do you think about the fights that we watched? I thought they were pretty good, actually. I I enjoyed them thoroughly, mostly the first three fights of the main card. I, I liked them all. Like, uh, well, no, actually, the are you talking about? You were saying that only the first three were good. No, no, no. I said mainly I liked the first three. Oh, uh, I mean, I really liked the 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 last match. You know, the main event. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, shout out to Rita's because Jordan had an idea to go to Rita's and it was really good. I forgot how good <laughs> the Italian ice is, but it had the gelato in the middle. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I got the cherry, and then when I ha- when I had the real like little cherry chunks in it i'm like oh man this is so much better than a snowball it is <laughs> yeah so uh jordan would you would you how do you want to do this you do you have uh any would you like to start with the earlier fights to talk about or the no you know whatever you want to do all right let's let's just kind of because you got more we would have more to say about the the bigger fights so we're going to start up top and work our way down okay so the main event yeah. What do you think about it? So we have uh, Jacare Souza versus Jack Hermanson. And Jack Hermanson with the upset, man. I, yeah. And what, what do you say to that? We, you know what's funny is out of the woodworks, everybody is popping up saying, I called that. I called that. Fuck no. Nobody had Jack Hermanson winning. He just beat, um, what's his name? David Branch. David Branch. And we felt like that was lucky, which he almost got Jacare in the same arm and guillotine. Yeah, but you've seen Jacare knew how to defend it perfectly. Yeah, like when I was explaining to Jordan when we were watching, I said, see, that's that's where you, there's levels to this shit. I said, he, Jacare, is like a god when it comes to MMA. Um, oh, his jiu-jitsu. His jiu-jitsu is off the fucking chart. He's on another planet. So for him to get that that synced in shows that he's very good at jujitsu. Also, oh yeah, 
And uh, there was somebody on our Instagram. I, I don't remember who it was. They, they, it's, it's a weird account. Like, but I mean, shout out to you if you do follow us. <laughs> but, but um, they don't follow anybody. It's like, but they are always pumping up Jack Hermanson. Like they, they found, they find if Jack Hermanson is like being talked about in a post, and then they, they like, ha- they write hashtag the Joker dominates. So as soon as he, as soon as he won, I just, I, I hurry up and uh, replied to him. I said, "You was right. The hashtag the Joker dominates." <laughs> you sure did, man. I mean, he beat him on all aspects on the feet. What did you think, Jordan? I thought he was controlling that all the like all the rounds. Yeah, I, it, I didn't see. Uh, so it's a really putting in work, but Hermanson was on him always, always. Yeah, like so. The story of the fight for me, where what I got of it, it was almost yeah. like it seemed as though <laughs> that Jacare Souza was trying to weather the storm, but. Just never came back around. <laughs> right, just yeah. never stopped. <laughs> yeah, but he did. He did catch him a few times. Yeah, he did. I mean, it, it was. I mean, he 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 did. He turned it up a little bit, but he just, he never got on top of the match. Right. You know. Right. Um, my little notes was cool. Um, so I, but I did say Jacare. This is not my opinion. I think that the Joker won every round, but Jacare, according to I believe Sherdog, round three and five. Jacare won. Now, me, I was just like, he might have edged him out, but really, we knew um, Jack Manson was winning. Well, he was hitting him with a lot of body shots in the third. Yeah. And that that was doing damage. But it was like, it, it, see, and a lot of people were saying it was like Joker took a round off. And, well, really, it just... Well, what Joker was saying going into the fight was that Jacare is past his prime. Like he's already talking about retiring and everything else. Yeah, he just said that he's he's not as he's too old and Jack is too quick. Yeah, and that that, that showed. Actually, uh the notes I wrote real quick is I said the Joker or Jack Cromanson reminds it, it reminds me of uh Usman, just not as good, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's kinda got a Usman uh Kamara Usman the, the know, pressure he's kind of got the same like uh yeah pressure same style of fight mm-hmm. he's just not as good at doing that he's more of i think i think jack's more of a wrestler slash striker than i mean a jiu-jitsu guy slash striker than he is a wrestler but no but i'm saying he has a similar style where it's like maybe maybe uh where Jack Manson lacks in like uh, a game plan discipline, he he has over Usman what it, what he would have is more of a killer instinct because he finishes more. Yeah, but I feel like Usman purposely, just from interviews, purposely doesn't finish it because he wants to just show that he completely dominates. Okay, that's what that's what I'm saying. I feel like they both kind of have that overbearing pressure. Pressure. Yeah, and uh, I was saying um, what I what I like about He's very likable when he when he talks, Jack Manson. Yeah, he seems like a c- cool dude and everything. But um, like I said, he didn't have the greatest. He didn't stick to the game plan. I don't think in a lot of, a lot of times he just kind of like went out the window, and he put himself out there and he almost paid for it because a few times he did almost get dropped. Well, in his corner, 
I heard that um, they were saying, keep striking with him. And he said, no, I want to take him out. So I'm going to take it to the ground. And those are the times where he got caught or he lost the round. He wasn't focusing on striking at all, so he got caught. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You guys got any other final thoughts before we move on to the next fight? No? Not me, no. All right, so this is uh, my fair fight of the night. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm only saying that because I know Ricky hates him so much. Um, I actually wrote a lot of notes on this. I must have really liked it. Uh, Greg Hardy, round one, TKO. You called it. <laughs> well, I mean, who? how could you not predict that? Right. And then, um, yeah, I was saying how I was like, yeah, it looked fixed. You guys agree? Hundred percent looked fixed. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a lot of bit. Um. Yeah, and then he said, "I just thought it was weird because the guy was so big and kind of kind of intimidating looking, Dimitri or whatever his name was." Yeah. And then Dana White just trashed him. I guess it was too fixed looking, so he had said, um, "Dimitri Smolikov." Oh, I was I was like, "Why are you showing me this?" And saying that he had. Um, he wanted to see the nine guys he beat to get where he is. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. Dana White should have known the nine guys that he beat to get where he is. He's a fucking president. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, it's like, how do you, how are you saying that? Because he's nine and two, and his two losses were in the UFC. So obviously, you know, he's not that good. You guys let him go before. Right. You brought him in to lose. Yeah. Even if it's not fixed, it's fixed. That okay. You're you're hand feeding him. I have no problem with a tune up fight. None none at all. You want Greg Hardy to win. That's great. Yeah. But you do it down the card. Don't make that your co main event. Yeah. That, that's yeah. I mean you have too many great fighters fighting for that spot. If you want to tune him up and and make him work for it, go do that. Same thing with his last fight. We're like, why is he on the main card when he's such a, a green or a rookie that he's making mistakes by getting DQ by kneeing the guy that's down? So, I mean, he, he does that and then gets rewarded with a co-main event spot? That's kind of weird. Yeah, I do shit. remember thinking that when we were watching the fights, like, why is he the card under the main card or the fight under the final fight? So, like, and this, this is what I was saying. is like, I kind of want to like this guy because – He's always very respectful on the mic, and he's he's got a a very. You want to hear something telling real quick before you make your point? Okay, go ahead. So I got the pay scale right here. One hundred fifty thousand. Greg Hardy got one hundred fifty thousand. Seventy five to show and seventy five to win. Guess how much Dimitri got? Fifteen. Ten. Wow. Well, twelve is usually the minimum. Twelve, yeah. Well. Yeah. No, I'm saying 12 is usually the lowest a lot yeah. of times on the yeah. cards. Yeah, so they got him 10 grand. They gave him 10 grand on the books. <laughs> All the books probably got some bank just to show up. I feel so sorry for that dude. Mm. I don't because he probably made bank. It's untaxed money. He probably They probably slipped him a deal. I guess, but Jesus. But see, that's why Dan White was so pissed off about it because he was supposed to be a better actor. <laughs> I, I would I would be 
I'd be furious. So yeah, but I was saying I, I want to like Greg Hardy because he's all he's like he. You want you want him to do better. He he had a problem. He beat his wife, whatever. But we don't know. If, we don't know the whole story. And it just seems like he's a very. He doesn't seem like the type of person that would do that now because I feel like martial arts may have changed him. But just when you think that like, oh man, I might be able to kind of pull for this guy because you know you always want the best in people. He like says ridiculous shit like, I'm the Michael Jordan of MMA. Like you're a fucking asshole. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? If he faces anybody worth talking about, like a co-main event guy, he's going to get smashed. I hope he fights Derek Lewis next. Me too. <laughs> I'll watch the fuck out of that. Oh, I'll watch that slaughter any day of the week. You got any more words you want to say on this, Jordan? Nothing, just mainly by what you were going, how he's so charismatic. I was just saying to myself, usually the most charismatic people are the ones to do that shit to their wives. Yeah, and um, yeah. when you look at the um, poster for the fight, mm. he just looks – like, everybody else looks – you know how, like, everybody has, like, a fighter look? Mm-hmm. His picture just – he's got that dead-eye look. Like, Well, that's his look, yo. You know what I mean? He just has that, like, I, I, I'm a murderer. <laughs> and the other thing I wanted to bring up was with Dmitry Smolikov, when you said he had a shark back. Yeah. Did you forget that? No, no, no. I just didn't oh think God. to say it. Yeah, his his back was huge. When I was rewatching that fight, I was just like, yo. <laughs> well, yo. you didn't get to see much of it because he was covering up so much. Yeah, when he was getting pounded on the ground. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, during his walkout and shit, it's like, he's got a weird shape, Dimitri. He looks super, super big. Like, he's got, but it's, like, all front and back. It doesn't have no width to it. Yeah. He's got a weird shape. But he definitely didn't move good at all. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he was a rock. All right, my favorite fight of the night, and actually got the fight night win bonus. Mike Perry got the decision over uh, Cowboy Oliveira. Yeah, Alex Alex Oliveira is is just a fucking warrior in every sense of the word. Oh yeah. Both of them boys came in and they wanted to bang, and they knew one of them was walking out. I'm surprised that it went to decision. Yeah, they did take uh. Oliver did take a lot of punishment, but so did Mike Perry. Yeah, so it was a very back and forth fight for the most part, but it was Oliver came out very strong, very very aggressive in the in the first round or so, and then he broke his toe. So that just slowed him down. Yeah, no no more footwork for him. But he didn't show that it really hurt him. You know, I mean, he was hiding it very well and he was smiling the whole fight, and. You know, there was times that he caught Cowboy. I mean, he he caught Mike Perry good. I think Mike Perry picked him up, let him drop on the ground at one point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily a slam, but it was still cool. Yeah. And um, Mike Perry definitely caught him good a couple good times. Because he tried to rope-a-dope him. And it's like, you can't do that with Mike Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, kept, he was just covering up. <laughs> huge. And then um, Mike Mike Perry, did I don't know if we talked about this last last podcast or not. I, I forgot. Did I did I talk about how Mike Perry accidentally hung himself before the fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just such a funny story. You, you want to hear? You want to hear some other shit? What? So, did you notice when Oliveira was coming out, how Perry was dancing? Yeah. So he was he was getting down with with Oliveira's music. Mm-hmm. Then he does like this one handed round off kind of flip. Okay. And 
he rolled his ankle when he did it. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to be out because he was, like, kind of limping, but he tried to hide it. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. And um, Dan White took a video and put, posted it of him dancing to that. <laughs> and um, the other thing is uh, I was listening to Ariel today, and he was saying that during the weight cut, right? Yeah. So he had uh, – he was, like, two pounds off. Okay. And he was, like – had to get into, I think, another sauna. Yeah. And he's always trying to get his dad to come to the fights. And his dad doesn't want to come to the fights. He says he can't take it. Okay. So he he was coming out of the sauna, and he was all, like, drained and pissed off because he's hasn't, hasn't drank any water or nothing. Yeah, he's drained. Right. So his dad comes up to surprise him and jumps on his back and says, ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Mike Perry turns around, runs at his dad, doesn't know that it's his father off the off the jump, hits him, <laughs> hits him with a left, uh, left, like, body shot. Yeah. And, like, bear hugs him, picks him up, puts him down, picks him up, puts him down on his feet. And then turns him around, and he wanted to hit him in the face, but he seen it was his dad. Yeah. So he didn't hit him in the face, but knees him in, <laughs> in, in the – he said – Mike said it was the liver. His father said it was the sternum. But after that, then his father gets all mad, and then he kind of comes to, and Mike's like, here, take these tickets, come, <laughs> come to the fight. Don't, that's, a, that's an odd story. Don't be, such a, don't be such a pussy about it. I'm cutting weight. You should know not to touch me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he's a weird dude. He is a weird dude. So his father wouldn't take the tickets. Well, whatever. I thought that was, like, crazy. He must have a weird relationship with his father. Yeah. He has to. I had to tell Jordan the story because, you know, Jordan, he's not exactly as familiar as some of us are. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, um, seems like, uh, for the most part, the internet kind of hates Mike Perry. And... It, and then I was looking on Twitter later, and it, it's, a lot of people were saying the same thing. Like, nobody knows why people used to hate Mike Perry. I guess everybody came around. I've always liked Mike Perry. But I was telling him how he's the guy that said uh, on Instagram Live or whatever, I'm 2% black. I found out from the ancestry or whatever. <laughs> so now I can legally say the N-word. <laughs> I showed him the video. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, so. He fucking hates Colby Covington, though. Yeah, he, he was, and he also called out um, Darren Till. Well, Darren Till ain't in any way uh, ready to fight. Mike Perry's not ready right now either. Well, Darren Till's still dealing with legal issues. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Like, just watching a fight, I feel like 70% of the time, Alex, Alex Oliveira would have won. Just watching a fight, and I don't, I don't think that he would have always broke his toe and slowed him down. Right. I was hoping for Oliveira to take it to the ground more. That's where he nah, would have won. But he was also piecing him up. Like, he was. He hit him with a, a good three-piece. Wasn't he getting, like, handled on the ground, though, by Perry? When he's on top. When yeah, when I mean, he's on, on top, sure, but yeah. it wasn't happening. Well, Perry Perry's game has jumped since... The Cerrone fight with the ground. Well, he went back to his old camp. And I remember even telling, um, I believe I was even, I think I even said on the podcast, but I didn't know. Um, and I remember I was 
I was um confused, and then I realized, oh, he went back to his old camp because I thought he was with Craig Jackson. Mm-mm. So as soon as he had the fight camp with Craig Jackson, he went back to his old camp. Right. Which now he's back to being the old same old Mike Perry everybody loved. A savage. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about uh, Jackson Link anymore. With it seems like they're just about John Jones and a few others. Yeah, I mean, well, that's always been the rumor, and I guess Mike Perry wasn't uh, enough of a talent for them. I guess. I guess not. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Next round. I mean, next next fight. Next fight was pretty good. I like this fight. This oh is my, my God. favorite fight of the night. Yeah, so I doubt many people expected this to be the outcome. Yeah, Glover Teixeira versus Ian Kutlaba. Yeah, and Glover Teixeira, he uh, got the round two ring naked choke. And he actually kind of like beat the fuck out of him too. <laughs> like in that right, he got he he was he was losing in a lot of ways, but that was definitely the case of uh, weather the storm, wait until the guy's worn out, and then have your way with him. Yeah, he uh, Kutlava punched his punched punched his way out. He punched himself tired. But he was looking so good, so quick, so fast. I wouldn't be surprised if he had some picograms up in him. Oh. He looked fucking amazing. Yeah, he, he was very very crisp. The athletic, the, yeah, the athleticness or whatever, what the fuck is that word? Athletic ability. Athleticism. The athleticism was out, outrageous. Yes. It was actually the next fight, not this one. That was my favorite fight tonight. But uh, as for this one, after the first round, it looked like uh, he got tired of Kutalaba's shit. In the, in the second round, it was just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you up now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you actually just reminded me that... Um, Kudaleba was also um, doing some kind of like illegal shit, and like Glover got pissed off and was like, "Come on, ref, what the fuck going on?" Yeah. I, I forgot all about that. They had weird ass refs that night, and I was like, "I was like, yo, that ref." They, looked, looked they like were letting fucking... illegal le- an illegal knees just go. I know, and I and I was saying to him, and I, I was like, I was like, "Yo, why does that ref look like a fucking professional bowler?" He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like some weird fucking looking refs, dude. Yeah, they were, but. Uh, so, so to fell on his butt and then got kneed in the shoulder slash face. Yeah. And the ref just let it go. He also, I think got kneed in the balls or something. He got kicked in the balls, looked at the ref like, what the fuck? Yeah. And and the ref just acted like he didn't see it. Yep. Crazy. And Greg Hardy got an illegal knee and still they let it go. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that actually landed. The Bray Hardy one. After the replay, it showed that it didn't land, but... It looked illegal. It looked really, really fucking close. Yeah. What were you saying, Jordan? I was just going to say, speaking of the reps, the uh, the guys at the the pat-down, like all the different oh, yeah. forms of old men that looked exactly the same. Yeah, uh, so, you know, like they got the red coats or whatever you want to call them, the, the actual, like... Oh, the security. The actual security security. Yeah. So when, when they were, when they had the refs or officials patting down to check the cuffs and everything, yeah. you've seen the one official always, I mean, the one, the one uh, security coat. always in the background. And for some reason, he was like a fucking 100-year-old dude. And then uh, next fight, it would be the 100-year-old dude, but it would be a different dude. And then a third one, we were like, is that the same one? And they were like, no, that looks like a mixture between both of them. <laughs> For some reason, the security over in Fort Lauderdale was old as fuck. 
They paid her even in dues. Yeah. Um, so this was your favorite fight coming, you know, the one that we're about to talk about. Yeah, Lineker versus oh. Sanhagen. Yeah, Cody. Oh, I'm going to say Cody. Corey Sanhagen and John yeah. Lineker. Now, this was a fucking banger. <laughs> yeah. That's mainly why I liked it because Lineker was like punching through his defenses and he was, Sanhagen was just taking him. And I, a, I did not understand well, how he could take all that punishment. <laughs> so this was the fight that I was looking forward to because Lineker throws all his body weight into every, excuse me, every shot all the time. Yeah, and um, it was a split decision for Corey. And the crowd booed like motherfucker. Yeah. My, my little takeaway note for Corey Sanhagen is he was flashy but safe. So that's why he was not a crowd favorite because he was he was trying to be flashy, but he it wasn't landing that great. And he was he was just he wasn't putting himself out there enough. He was just kind of safe about it. I mean, he was he was putting himself in there. No, like, no, no. Every time that he kind of did, he got fucking caught. no. He got fucked, fucking caught up every single time. But I think he was just playing a points game because he was just yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was he was just playing a little bit too safe for the for the crowd. Yeah. Well, well, Fort Lauderdale is your. Excuse me. <laughs> it's usually a Brazilian favoring crowd. Unless you're hometown Florida. They, I forget to be the Cuban. They said the Cuban one over there. Oh, yeah. They, Cuban, Cuba and Brazil is their, yeah. where they lean. Because there's a lot of Spanish people in Florida. Right. Did you see the... Or Hispanics, not Spanish. The, the last, the last, when Corey said, when... Sanhedrin took, excuse me, took the round off. Ricky, drink another one. I know, right? <laughs> took the round off on the fifth round, and Lennox got that guillotine. Excuse Jesus me, Christ. I can't make it stop. Sorry, the guillotine, and the blood squirted out of his nose. Yeah, that was yeah. at the very end of the fight. Oh my God, it was so excuse me, so nasty. Yeah, um, Lennox is way more dangerous of a fighter. Sanhagen was just like I said, flashy and safe. Yeah. I just love seeing Lineker fight, like just the way he would make Sanhagen move just by punching him. Punching I just remember thinking guard. Lineker looked a lot bigger than I remember. Like he just there was something about him. Like maybe it was a good weight cut, maybe it was a bad weight cut. He just looked more bigger somehow. But whatever something was different, I was like he just looks like a bigger person, even though he's very tiny against Corey Sanhagen. Was he like five two? Five three. Okay. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I'm two inches taller. <laughs> but I always say I'm a tiny person. I should be. Wouldn't know it. I say naturally, I think I have a tiny body structure. <laughs> Somebody's got the fucking baby hiccups over there. I'm trying you to sound hide. like a fucking baby with the hiccups. I'm trying to hide it, guys. Have you been holding your breath? He's doing hold something. Your, hold your breath. Literally, hold your breath. Guys, this- Stop laughing. I'm saying <laughs> hold your breath and it'll go away. Just hold your breath and you'll be fine and stop laughing. That's not gonna help you. I feel like I feel like it turned into like even worse because now he's nervous, <laughs> nervous about hiccuping. So it's making him hiccup even more. It's way worse because now he's laughing and it's gonna hurt so much more. He's gonna pull the mic away and everything. He's done. He's out. <laughs> he's out for the count, guys. Oh, so anyway, let's get into Ricky's favorite fighter. Now, do you say Roosevelt or Roosevelt? Roosevelt. 
Because a lot of people I heard pronouncing it Roosevelt with it with an O-O. It's spelled with an O-O. I know, and I heard some Roosevelt. people actually pronounce it Roosevelt. I feel like it should be Roosevelt, but it's spelled Roosevelt. So, I mean, like I said, I, I heard people pronounce it Roosevelt. I don't know, but we'll just call him Roberts. <laughs> yeah. This was a homecoming fight for Roberts. Yeah, and um, he he's he's been doing good. I mean, the last way we seen him, he was good in. He got the decision win. It wasn't – I don't really necessarily like his style, to be honest. <laughs> he's a stiff striker. Like, he's kind of like a weirdly stiff – God damn, this is like the fucking night of the allergies and hiccups. I'm sorry, I don't know what next. You gonna fart and burp at the same damn time? I hope so. That would be a dream. I did it the other day and realized it and then looked up in the air and go, hey, I just burped and farted at the same time. <laughs> I like acknowledge it to myself. <laughs> That's when you know you messed up somewhere along the line when you fart and burp at the same time. Mm. Yeah, so um, he had the decision when he... Who who did he fight again? Do you remember? Yeah, who Gilford. Was Thomas Gilford. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So the guy the guy like pretty game like like rolling and shit. He wanted to roll with him, and uh, I don't really have much to say about that that match. But afterwards, he got on the mic and he was calling out uh, Matt Favola, saying he wanted to um, take him out because he just beat up his brother uh, Jalen Turner. He's like, fuck it. I'm. He's like, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. I like that matchup. Yeah, and um, I actually watched on Jalen Turner, aka the Tarantula. I watched on his Instagram story. Him, he was watching it, and he put it on like the thing, and he said, "You know, that's my, that's my dude. That's my dude." <laughs> he was like, "Hell yeah!" He's all like, he's excited that you know his his dude's gonna be tr- or trying to go after the dude that just kind of whooped up on him. Um. I don't know if it's a good mat if it's a good if it's if it makes sense for Mafrabola. Like I feel like he could it would be a stepping down in a way, but would, but some people are like, hey, he called me out, fuck it. Let's do this. It'd be cool because it would build a storyline. That's what I was thinking too, with the story. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ricky. I'm trying to fix it, yo. <laughs> with the storyline, it's a much profitable fight. Yeah, but at the same time, maybe it doesn't make sense with the rankings. I don't know what the rankings are, but it's just like maybe Matt Favola is ready for somebody in the top 15 or top 10. I don't know if Roberts is, but I didn't think he was. No. What weight class are they even fighting at? Is it 145? 55. That's a 55 fight. Oh, hell no. He's not ready for top <gasps> Ten, neither one of them are. Matt Favola is. I think he he beat or got a split decision with Lando, Venado, who who almost knocked out Tony Ferguson. Right, right. MMA math, MMA algebra. It's <laughs> no such thing. Yo, um, anybody got anything else to say? No, I just had Roberts winning all three rounds. Yeah. It was it was a easy fight for him. He was a lot more comfortable in there. Yeah. But also, I believe it was Gifford or Griffin's. Uh, Gifford. Was that his debut in the UFC? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a little weird. He was trying to go for some submissions, but they all never panned out, or he just gave them up. Next was a fluke. 
<laughs> we got Goofy in here, everybody. Can somebody please If anybody out there has the equipment Just kill me I can't take this anymore So Takashi 69 AKA the Asian Got a round 2 TKO Both Asians won or, hold on, was this an Asian? I can't remember. Was it, there were two Asians? Yeah. Uh, I guess the next guy? Yeah. I think he was Brazilian. So, Augusto Sakai or whatever? Yeah, Sakai. Uh, who knows what they are? Okay. They're not American. We don't know what they are. Jesus. Wow. Until we look it up. Just throw it up there. No, I'm saying, if they're not American, it's hard to tell. Unless we literally, like, really pay attention to them. Did you pay attention to either one of their interviews? I didn't see the... <gasps> I didn't see the prelim, so I'm just going off of what I've seen. Okay, um, well, Saunders looks like he should give it up. I thought it. I thought he did give it up. He didn't look necessarily bad, but he just can't get a win. You know what I mean? Like Saunders, Ben Ben Saunders is like, he's not ever looking that bad. But is he? And this is fucked up. But it's like, is he winning enough? Is he winning enough to even become to even be considered a gatekeeper? It's like he's not even one enough to be considered that. So it's like, at this point, what can you do for us? <laughs> did I you? didn't. We didn't really catch these fights. I thought I did. So no, we didn't. You're talking these. about the Takashi Saru. Yeah. We saw Ben Saunders fight. Did we? You might have been looking at your phone, but I remember you were like, "Haha, agent! I told you the agents were going to win." Now I thought that was like after, like we yeah. saw like what happened right at the end. No, because I remember thinking that Ben Saunders um, kind of won the first round. I don't remember. remember when they, and I was, I was like, yo, you clinching with Saunders, man, and you don't want to clinch with him. And he was like kneeing the fuck out of him. Like I said, you were kind of distracted at first. Yeah. It's not what was deal. I doing? You were on your phone or whatever. And I, and I was about to get in the shower. Oh, yeah, because we were setting up. So once I once I got in the shower and came out, like, and then, and that's when the main card started. That's when we really paid that's attention. That's when we paid attention, yeah, because we were just setting up. It was a weird. We, we, but, yeah, we, I told you. I told you last week. Like, yeah. next week, straight voting for the Asians. I know they're going to win. And, like, we didn't even do our fight picks. Yeah, and um, Jordan jinxed us because we always said the Asians always lose. And all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? Asians are going to make a comeback. And they're already doing it. <laughs> Let's hope it. Let's hope it keeps on going. Yeah, um, I'm not too sure about Ricky's whole situation of Saturday, but me and Jordan, we actually ended up going to a bar and uh, we did drink a little bit, and that kind of made us delay on seeing some of them fights. That's yeah, that's fun. No, I I'm mad because now I always want to play pool. Oh yeah, yeah, pool's fun. I never mess with it, but now I'm just like yo, and that's the best I've ever looked in pool. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you, you can ask Jordan. I was fucking just looking like a professional, bro. Oh my god! Up until like the last part of last game. The last game, yeah. That kind of got a little out of hand. Um, so since you don't have any notes, I I still have some notes on the other fights. Ricky, do, did you watch any of the other fights? If you miss them, that's okay. Cause I, I just, I'll just kind of give it a rundown then. I do want the only one I want to say 
is Angela Hill won. Yeah. So that was my that was literally my only note is she finally got a win. Thank God. Well, she was two fights, two fight lose streak, and she just wasn't looking good. I didn't even catch the fights. So I only know she looked good. So I'll, I'll give you a rundown. Um, Augusto Saki or Sake, whatever, how the hell you say that? Uh, split decision winner over Olaski. Sure dog scored it for Olaski. Um, I just think Olaski's. I just think Olaski's fights have been weird recently, and it's just like he's always getting these weird either decision wins or lose losses and it's just I don't know Orlaski needs to change it up or get a little bit more um just I think he just needs to try and try and develop a different game plan or something because his current one's been not working <laughs> then we got Carlo Esparza she edged her opponent for a decision win but it was a close fight sounds like a Carlo Esparza um match did not catch that one, obviously. We didn't, like I said, the last goal we didn't catch. And that's going to be um, the next one is Gilbert Burns. He had a rear, uh, rear round two rear naked choke against Mike Davis. Mike Davis um, took this fight on short notice, and he looks forward to his return. I remember seeing an Instagram post by Mike Davis where he was saying um, he did what a lot of MMA fighters never get a chance to do, and he's just happy, and he looks forward to his next match in the UFC. And uh, Gilbert Burns had re- had commented on there and said respect. So obviously, even though Gilbert Burns finished him, he earned Gilbert Burns respect. So that's probably he's probably going to be a good fight to watch. Oh. Angela Hill finally got her win, and Diego Lima got a split decision win against Court McGee. Both of those guys really have a win loss win loss record. They're not doing too good on either one. Um, but Diego Lima is actually more of a fun fighter to watch for me. I'm kind of upset I missed that match. That's the, all the fights for 150 UFC Fort Lauderdale. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, it was a good good card. I wish I would have seen everything. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go and rewatch some of it. I was like, there's no time. Yeah. I mean, no time for me anyway. Yeah. Even though, you know, I don't do shit. So, honestly, with this with this card coming up, I don't know a lot of these fighters. Do you? Are you guys familiar with them? Uh, I am not. Well, before we get into that, we'll, me, we'll get into some news. But I just was wondering if you guys were familiar. You're, you're familiar with some of these? Just some. Like, um, <clears throat> there's four fights that I really care about. So you got Ali Quinta, Donald Cerrone, Derek Brunton, Elias Theodora, Cub Swanson, Shane Rogoz. Marab <clears throat> and Brad Katana. Yeah. Um, that's about it. I mean, there's a few fighters I know, but I don't give a fuck about the fight. <laughs> Alexia Olenek is fighting again. <clears throat> no way. Yeah, Alexia Olenek versus Walt Harris. Oh, that got canceled. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. And are you looking at 150 or 151? Because I think what? that was for 150. No, it's not. No, it's 151. 151. All right, well, go to Sherdog like a fucking real man for the 100,000th time. It always has the better updated version. Okay. Then there's Macy Shazan. She's fighting. I don't give a fuck about her. She's really good. That's your best friend. Okay, yeah, Wal Harris. He's fighting um Sergey Spivak. But, yeah, so a um, little bit of fight news since we're, you guys kind of looking into that. 
Uh, Brock Lesnar allegedly retires. Do you think he does? I hope he does. I don't want to see him back in MMA. I don't. I think I think he hasn't had a legitimate fight in, what, nine years? And then it comes back to get a t- title shot? That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that, Jordan? Honestly, I thought he already was retired like a long time ago. Well, that's the other thing, too. He pulls himself out of the talent pool after... <laughs> After the testing pool? Yeah, the testing pool. Excuse me. He pulls himself out of the testing pool after he fights Mark Hunt to avoid paying that fucking fine. No, for... no, I think he did get to uh, a fine, regardless. Okay. Was it, they don't give it to him in his purse? Mm-mm. Oh, he got paid. He didn't... He had to pay the fine because the fine was after he got paid. Yeah. And I don't think he paid it. Well, I'm sure that UFC would pay that if they, if they if it was to help him get back. What is the test for? The steroids. Test, steroids in his brain. Well, he's been he's been tested. Um, he's been being he's been he's been back in the testing pool for a while now. Okay. And I didn't really read to I didn't really click on any articles, but I've seen a couple of headlines where it said um, Dana White said he spoke with Brock and Brock says he's done. And then I've seen a couple other people saying that Brock said he retired. But is it, did he officially pull from the testing pool? Mm-hmm. That has not. I, I haven't seen that in any headlines. And like I said, I haven't had a chance to research it because it's kind of new. And I just been busy today, taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like this could be a um, like a Conor McGregor thing, where he's just saying he's retired. Oh. It's possible. I don't want him back at all. I actually, I, I would actually rather see Brock Lesnar versus DC than Stipe versus oh. DC too. Is he really why? good though? Tell me why. Because fuck Stipe. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> okay, I can see you say fuck, fuck Stipe, but MMA. What? It's like, who's the better MMA fighter? Yeah, but here's the thing. You're a fucking bitch, dude. You, you you think that sitting sitting in the back and pouting until you get the right match, you think you think that makes you look like a fucking good fighter? You look like a bitch now. He does he doesn't look strong, I will say that. But he he deserves his rematch. He he defended the heavyweight title title more than anyone else. It, it, ever. Hold on. He defended like four times, bro. Seven. No, he didn't. Anyway, let's get into real detail. Okay, what you got? Aldo, well, did he deserve a rematch? Yes. Did he get one? No. Exactly. But... He didn't deserve it because he got knocked the fuck out. And guess who else got knocked the fuck out? Stipe. <laughs> we don't need to see that because we already know what the fuck happens. He gets knocked out ten times out of ten times. He's not getting knocked out next time. I say goes to decision and DC wins, but Stipe is not getting knocked out. Let's see the real fight. Stipe, I meant to say DC. <laughs> DC versus uh, John Jones heavyweight. That needs to happen, but it won't. I'd rather that. Oh, me too. All. Me too. So what were we saying about Brock Lesnar? I believe you were asking something. I was just saying, does he even look good right now? Um, he definitely looked noticeably smaller. 
because he had to get off the stuff to test right. Mm. I'm um, just thinking since tonight, the way things have been going, probably if Brock Lesnar does come back, put him up against Greg Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> See how that goes? That would be good. Honestly, that would be an awesome match. Yeah, that would be a nice fight since they're putting him up so much. That would be the good fight to get him the credit that he is probably not going to get if he fights Brock Lesnar. But the community would hate that. MMA community would hate that. More likely, yeah. Because that's rewarding Hardy even more. And like when I say reward him even more, I mean that fight would sell fucking big and he would be getting paid out Yeah, but it would be such a good fight since they're like trying to piece this guy, like trying to feed this guy. Now, I will say that Greg Hardy is an athletic person who yeah. has a, has an NFL career. So he that's that's where you can say, okay, that's why he's getting to come in and over, over these other people because he has a uh, uh, following and he also has um, like an athletic background that, that pro- is proven to make him a better fighter. Yeah, but I'm just saying it'll be a good fight for someone who wants the who's a legacy who wants to fight again, and then someone who's starting out who is looking to be a the next legacy. I feel like Lesnar only is doing it as a cash grab. Yeah. So that would actually work. Yeah. Because you say legacy, I don't think Lesnar cares about his legacy. If he does, he don't have much of a legacy, so mm-hmm. there's not much to care about. I was thinking that would be. A good fight to see where Greg Hardy really stands. <laughs> I think it'd be a fun fight. Yeah. I think I think Greg Hardy would smack the shit out of him. <laughs> so do I actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it'll be it'll be a good uh, a good fight to put him in his grave. I don't know <laughs> well, because when I say smack the shit out of him, I mean that, don't get me wrong. Brock Lesnar is known to get beat the fuck up and then come back. Yeah. So, like, even if he smacked the shit out of him, he could, Lesnar, just take him right down after he gets smacked. Take him down and beat the fuck out of Greg Hardy on the ground. Yeah, regardless, whoever gets their ass with it would be fun, because fuck them both. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. That would be a good fight if they can put that together. You got any other fight news, Rick? Um, yeah. So, uh, Sugar Shane O'Malley, he's off sus- <laughs> suspension. And he's going to be fighting in July 6th. Yeah. Um, we didn't mention that last podcast? I don't think so. But uh, also, did you guys see the Bellator event? No, but no. I've seen the one clip of Rory McDonald. Because uh, actually, Kevin Lane at Backlog Exposed Podcast, subscribe now. Uh, he had sent us the video of Rory uh, post-fight interview. Now, did you see any highlights of the fight? I, no, I, I honestly didn't give a shit about any of these fights. Okay, they were really good fights. I, I believe you. Um, so Roy versus John Fitch to move forward in, excuse me, in the million dollar uh tournament. Yeah. Okay. I do. So I do have something to mention about the whole the night as a whole. But go ahead. So you can obviously see. <laughs> See, Roy, Rory, I'm sorry, everyone. He needs to take a motherfucking pill. <laughs> uh, you could see Rory holding back a lot in that fight. Like, all he wanted to, to do was wrestle. He didn't want to strike because there were so many openings for him to finish John Fitch. Yeah. And he didn't. And it, 
then he makes some comments that he doesn't feel that he has the capability to pull the trigger anymore and that uh, he found God more and he's more religious and that he doesn't want to hurt anyone anymore. Yeah, and um, so what's weird to me is, and um, I don't remember who was talking to me at work, but somebody at work was telling me, they were talking about Bellator. It might have been the one guy. Either way, I'm not a Bellator fan. I just watch it when I have time to. Um, it's weird because it's in the competition or whatever, the, you know, like you said, the million dollar tournament or whatever it is. Um, and it's a, they had it as a draw. Okay. It's a draw finish, but they gave it to, um, Rory to advance. Cause Rory is the champion, but that's still weird. Well, in the words of Ric Flair to be the man, you got to beat the man. Technically, he didn't beat Rory. Yeah, so um, I'm excited for the next fight, though, because I did see a headline that said Mike Chandler is fighting him next. And he said, um, unlike, because Rory was saying that God talks to him sometimes. He talks to him in the cage. He was talking to him that night in the cage, telling him that he didn't want to be violent or whatever the fuck he was saying. And Mike Chandler said, unlike unlike, uh, Rory, me and God te- talk all the time, and God doesn't mind when I beat the fuck out of people or whatever we fucking word it. He's like, God likes it when I fucking am violent. So I'm like, oh shit, I can't wait for this fight now. <laughs> I do want to see if if God's on his side. Start seeing people as heretics and start smiting people. Whoa, yeah. No, but I mean, so CTE could be a factor in this. What you think? Or why his whole character and demeanor is changing? Could be. CT gets talked about more and more these days with, with fighters. Well, and he's he somebody has had his head rattled a lot. Between Robbie Lawler and Gigar Musasi. <laughs> I mean, the Lawler fight really fucked him up, but I feel like the Musasi just beat the fucking shit out of him. Musasi just <laughs> brutalized him. I feel like I feel like he needs to he needs to go back to UFC. He just needs to take time off. I'm talking about Musashi. Oh, Musashi, I would yeah. love him back in the UFC because he would be fighting people like fucking Adesanya. Hell yeah. Fucking Kelvin Gaston, fucking Robbie Lawler. That'd be great. I mean, he, he beat, I don't know who all he beat, but he definitely beat Wyman. He's, he's got a good record with the UFC guys. Uh, Shame he, he, uh, that UFC didn't treat him good enough. And he, he was one of the first ones to go to Bellator from UFC, if you remember. Yeah, he beat that uh, monkey-looking dude. What's his name? Um, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, um, so you're asking a white guy and saying the monkey-looking dude. I'm just if I just start naming all the black guys, it's going to well, be pretty racist. No, he's a Brazilian Jesus. guy. Fine, you want me to redeem myself? Force, Force Griffin kind of looks like a monkey. He that does. does no, he that does. Is true. So. He does. <laughs> no, the guy that makes the r- weird face. Um. Oh, uh, he didn't fight Verdun, did he? Yeah, he did. Musashi fought Verdun. What? In Pride? No, in UFC. Gegard Musashi, who fights at 185, he used to fight a lot of heavyweight. Verdun's oh. always fought at fucking heavyweight. When the fuck did they fight? I, th- I could have swore they fought. Verdum is a big motherfucker. He's never went to light heavyweight, I don't believe. 
That's why I said, what was this pride or some shit where there was no weight class or? Pride sounds fun. Well, there was sometimes. I mean, there was weight classes, but sometimes they would just like make exceptions and stuff. Mm-hmm. They would put them on like big, like weird matches. But um, I can't think of much else going on in the fight world these days. Um, Did you ever find out what you were with Verdum and stuff? I'm looking at it now. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, can you think of anything else coming up or anything? Uh, Molly McCann is <gasps> fighting on June 22nd. Meatball Molly. Yeah, I know who that is. That's a good turnaround, though. That's only, like, what, three months? I was talking about her, I believe, to you yesterday, and I called her a different name. I can't even remember what I called her. <gasps> Something with an M. Who's the other M one? Um, Macy Barber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got those two mixed up. They're both kind of up and coming. Macy Barber might be a little bit more ahead because Molly McCann had her... F- what recently when but she got beat the fuck up real bad mm. she's the one with the order bone broke and it was like her whole face was swollen like shit oh, yeah, yeah um that july 6 card looks fucking yeah. amazing dude it does it's looking better and better every i ain't missing it for the fucking world nope me neither happy birthday to my sister michelle on that day it's gonna be a little one. (laughs) Damn! I'll be watching the fights in your name. (laughs) God, honestly, that's like one of the one of the most tight fights I ever been for. So this is like this is kind of like in a way, but not really, because Tiago Santos is not the same fighter. But this is bringing back memories of when, um the fuck is his name dan henderson was about to fight john jones but it never happened and i was just hoping for it they had a grappling match and he john jones fucking smacked the shit out of him he won easily but um i hope diego San- uh, diego sanchez <laughs> hope tiago santos um fucking knocks out jones that'd be great that would be great who's sean o'malley fighting i forget i i know who it is and i and i think it's a good fight and i almost want to um, I almost want to root for the other guy if I'm if I remember correctly. Uh, it is. Uh, uh oh, that's a weird name. Chito. <laughs> uh, oh, Chito yeah. Vera. Yeah, he just had a great match, and he's been like, uh, he's been tearing through guys. Is this a drunk? No, no, no. <laughs> but he um, he's got an aggressive style in a way. Yeah. But uh, that that's going to be a, there's so many I, mean, I guarantee July 6th is going to be so crazy, so crazy I can't wait, I can't. So let's get into these fights for this weekend. Oh um, by the way uh, we're gonna we me and Ricky decided to um delay this whole where we were gonna break down the fighter we're gonna break down the main event, but his. His uh, problem with talking right now is kind of making it – it would make it hard to really get into the details. So we're, we're going to keep it – we're kind of trying to keep it a short episode, and Jordan's take, helping out. And obviously he don't have that much notes on either fighter. <laughs> yeah, between the hiccups and me. Which we weren't expecting the hiccups. I feel like that's nerves. Which also should be extremely painful for you right now. A little bit. 
I kind of just want to slap him, to be honest, guys. Ah, uh, fuck you, I man. Too. I was thinking about punching him in the gut to help him. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, no, no. So, to help so for you. me, I don't want to help him. He's just kind of pissed oh. off, annoying me. So I want to help. He See, wants to just... <laughs> I've been sitting here. I'm a type person, though, and, it, and I feel like my sister is just like this. And you guys are family. What no, the that's fuck? That's what I'm saying, though. But, like, the smallest little things can, like, really frustrate, frustrate me to the point where eventually, after all these hiccups, I'll just wish death on you. <laughs> The smallest things. <laughs> and I think Jordan knows where I'm going with this. Yeah, <laughs> when we was like 10 and Jordan stayed over the house, I got to tell everybody the story. I know Ricky's heard the story. Okay. So Jordan's always had sleep apnea and stuff like that. And he has a, um, a sleep machine. Apnea machine. It's loud. but And sometimes it would annoy him, I believe. Well, anyway, he fell asleep without putting it on. And he's snoring like shit. And I'm used to it. You know, I, I, I didn't even even realize it. I'm just playing my video game. And she's and this this shows you how, how long ago this was. I mean, like we were like ten or something, but she's on the computer playing I mean uh, on AOL chats and shit, you know, uh, you've got mail, you know, AOL. Yeah. And uh he's snoring and snoring and snoring. I'm I'm in my video game and all of a sudden she goes, Jordan! Jordan! And I'm talking about, she had to yell Jordan like three, four times. And this is in the middle of the night. And we're all staying up way too late. He's asleep. He's like, he finally just uh, musters up, what? All sweet and innocent. <laughs> She's like, stop it! And she, he's like, stop what? Breathing! <laughs> I just, I was no good. I was like, you pretty much just told him to die. <laughs> just because he's snoring. Oh my god, man. But he he snored that bad. He snores that bad. Yeah, it's not like a train coming to your house. And apparently, so do I these days. <gasps> yep. Yep. And now I got the hiccups. Which is way more annoying than snoring, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to kill you. He wishes death <laughs> on you and your hiccups. A plague upon your hiccups. Oh, fuck you guys. All right. So, <sighs> main event. It's. <laughs> Did you shit? No. All right. Okay, so the main event is going to be Raging Al Iaquinta versus Cowboy Donald Cerrone. I say Al takes him. So do you know about both of these fighters, Jordan? Because I can give you a little gist. I know a little bit about them. I don't know so much about Iaquinta, but uh, I know the Cowboy from you. you. You're in love with the dude. Well, this will show you how much I'm in love with Ray Janelle. Because I got Ray Janelle winning, winning easily. Okay. Easily? Hold on, hold on. Easily? I don't know about easily. All he has to do is stick to his game plan. What's that? Sell my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Ray Janelle is actually a realtor on the side. <laughs> I mean, if Cowboy's looking, that might be a good game plan. So the thing... Okay, so where it's actually really not easily... And uh, oh. you got to take into factor. This is Dad Cerrone, not just regular Cerrone. And ever since he had his kid and his oh, son in the arena, it's like when he sees his son, it like, oh. gives him new motivation, and he fucks people up. But Cerrone has shown that he has quit in him. Al's never quit, oh. never even close to even looking like he's quitting. And I think that they're gonna come out swinging. I think it's going to be an aggressive fight from both of them. And I think that Cerrone's going to fade out when Al doesn't. Or even if Al does get tired, he's going to push through it. 
which is why I think in the third round it's going to be a TKO. Al Iquinta winning. I, I think Al's going to take his backs and choke him out. What round? It's a five-round fight. Fourth. That's good. That's good. So I'm saying it's it's whenever Cerrone starts to get a little tired or frustrated. Yeah, I agree. You got any notes you wanna you wanna oppose us? You wanna agree with us? You got you wanna make a little little prediction here on how he does it? No. Cerrone's got some of the best combos ever. I'm just gonna say Cerrone's gonna take it. That's it. All right. So just just because give you a little bit of a um. Of what we would have said, um, to watch probably the greatest combination ever in MMA. You watch Cerrone versus Rick Story. That was the greatest combination ever landed. Almost, I say that's number two. Well, whatever. And then you got Raging Al. Um, maybe. My favorite performance of his would have been versus Joe Lozon, but where I think he shows the most is his heart in when he fought Khabib. He took that fight on 24 hours notice. 24 hour notice. He was going against somebody who is just a striker. He was training for a striker. And now he's got to fight Khabib, who is a, and it's a five round fight. He was training for a three round fight. And he's one of the hardest – anybody will tell you, Khabib's one of the hardest people to ever fight. He just got that gritty, grinding fucking um, he is, game plan. He's he's easily the best wrestler in UFC, period, <laughs> over everybody in any weak class. Khabib's game plan is to break you, to break your will, which you can't do that to Ally Quinta. And that's why it went all five rounds. I agree. I agree. Now, <clears throat> you can't. This, this, this is a fight that I really say that you really should not miss live. You have to see this. Yeah, you gotta see the whole thing. And I'm, excuse me, I'm looking forward to seeing it. All right. Um, we got the co-main event. Co-main event is Derek Bronson. Mm-hmm. Bronson. Uh, do you know his nickname? Because I don't. Does he even have one? I, I don't know. Derek Bumson. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, he's fighting Elias Theodora. The weed man. <laughs> and he's also in Canada. It's his hometown. I don't know if it's his hometown, but, you know, he's like in his in his country. Yeah. What were you about to say about um the – oh, what was the best combo ever? Oh, that would uh... – Where's that guy? Nate Marquardt. Against who? Uh, oh, shit. When he fought fucking uh, the submission guy? Which I can't... Damian Maya? No, that was a one-punch knockout. No. Well, what are you talking about? Uh, um, when he fought fucking Woodley? No. Because these are the only fights I know about Nate Marquardt. I wasn't... Was he like WEC? No, he was Pancrase. He was Strike Force. <laughs> And UFC. Well, okay. So you ain't got it. So I obviously ain't the I, best. I don't know. I can pull that one up whenever at any time. Okay. I win. You lose. Sure. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for the handicap today, so you're going to win this and one. And I'm going easy on you, motherfucker. <laughs> I know you are. I know. I know. All right. So who you got and how and why? Oh, 
Elias Theodora because Derek Brunson sucks, and we're in hometown Canada. All right. What you got, yo? Same. Elias. For the same reasons? Sure. So Elias Theodora is also a ring boy. Do you know what a ring ring girl is? No. The girl There's in between rounds. So the the ring girl in between rounds carries like oh, the one. Okay, okay. So Elias Theodora is a ring boy in the all girls uh, fight. Um, kind of win an Urban Dictionary ring boy and ring girl right now. <laughs> I bet you it's so much worse. Well, either way, um, he's kind of a cool dude, and he's like a very big advocate of, uh, of weed and stuff, and it's that's cool too. Um, Derek Brunson is on a losing streak, two-fight losing streak. He's not, he's not looked good at all. Last Theodora just beat Eric, Eric Anders or Anders, however you want to say that. And, uh, that was a weird split decision and Elias definitely won. I don't know why they gave it a split decision, but it was a weird, he's got a weird, weird style. It's like a awkward, like, um, footing and everything. But he showed that he can beat somebody. I think Eric Anders is a little bit more dangerous than Derek Brunson, which is why I think that Elias Theodora is going to get a first-round TKO. Hmm. Well, then we are Agreed. all in agreement. So moving on, you've got Cub Swanson versus Shane Burgos. Is it Bur- Bur- Is it G with a J yeah. or a G? B U R G O S. But you know what I mean? How do you pronounce that? Do you know? I'm going to say Burgos. Okay. I've seen this name around a few times. I never remember his fights or anything, but I definitely remember the name, if that makes sense. Well, he's a little. Excuse me. Shane is 11 and 1, and Cub is 25 and 10. So I'm going with Shane on this one because right. I just don't like Cub. I think he is just not very. Uh, Technically sound anymore. Okay. Jordan? Do you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. All right. Coach Swanson trains with TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw just got popped for EPL. Um, so that might kind of mess with him a little bit, having him deal with that controversy of his, of his good friend, good training partner, going through some heavy shit. Um, and you've always hated on Cub Swanson, but you've always been right about it. He fucking sucks. I'm sorry, but he sucks, bro. And Shane Burgos got a lot of um, submission wins, and I feel like he's going to get a first-round submission against Cub Swanson. I think that's how he lost his last fight. Yeah, to Brian Ortega with the guillotine. I don't think – no, it was um, not Brian Ortega. It was um, his last – Cub Swanson's last fight was um, Hanato Moicano. First round, we're gonna get choked, I believe, because <laughs> he he got him with the with the stiff jab. As soon as he dropped him, he just got that rear naked quick as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like Jane, Shane's probably gonna be able to do the same thing because Cobb just sucks. Same thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Shane. What uh, do you have a, a decision? I mean, um, do you have a when and how? Second round sub. So. Do you want to go first, second, third? Do you want to go with sub? I'm going to go with second round. Submission? Take out? Knockout? Let's go knockout. All right, that's cool. Because um, I want to see somebody knock out. 
Next, we got Marab. I have no idea how to say the rest of his name, but I know that that's uh, Masera's boy, and he always calls him Marab. And every time I've ever heard anybody in Masera's camp talk about Marab, they fucking love him. They say he literally brings up the energy and, and the, the positivity in the gym, and he's just everybody loves being around him, and he's got cardio for days. Now, is he a gym warrior? And when the lights come on, he gets stage fright? No, his last fight, he won a decision, 30-25. When I say he beat the fuck out of this dude for three rounds straight, he beat the fuck out of this dude for three rounds straight. Wow, okay. And he's fighting Brad Katana, who is 8-0. And he was on the Ultimate Fighter. He's got he's got one against Bryce Mitchell. If you remember who that is, Doug mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah. Um, this guy seems like a he's pretty well rounded. What are you, you showing me? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> so he's pretty well rounded and everything. But uh, I'm just going to go over. I like them both. I, I think they're both very, very similar styles. You know, they've got cardio, they got, we're well rounded. I'm going to go with Marab just because I like um, <laughs> Messer's clan better. I think Brad Katona is. Also a Canadian, but I think he also trained with. I think he's Canadian, yes. but then moved to Ireland to train with um, John Kavanaugh. All the people over there at uh, McGregor's team. Yeah, Kavanaugh. Yeah, Kavanaugh and all them. Um, I think I remember that from the Ultimate Fighter, but I could have it mixed up. Either way, I know that that guy's like he's like kind of a nerdy looking kid. Oh, okay, I think I do know who you're talking about. He's, now. he's got super blonde, fucking like bleach blonde hair, but he keeps it short and wears glasses. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I said, it's he's eight and zero, and he's he's a very good fighter. Yeah. But Marab's eight and four, and two of the two of the his most recent losses. Um, Marab, if you remember this one, at the end of the round, he was getting choked, and he didn't he didn't yeah. tap, but he did kind of go out. But the round, the round ended before the ref stopped it. But then he went back and said, "You know what? He was technically out, so we're gonna hey. actually give, we're gonna call it a technical choke." Oh, okay. You okay. Seen that? Yeah, it was I do. Such remember. bullshit! It was such a bullshit call. And then that's this is like when I really was like, "Look, I'm I have because it was finally like, I've always hated his um, what the hell is that ref's name? Mark Goddard. I always hated Mark Goddard, but that was the first real evidence of." Like he majorly fucking is an asshole because he didn't do he he wasn't the one that did it but he was on the the official on the outside who said who 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 said the final say right and then and then even um Ray Longo had said that when he tried talking about it he says I have an autistic mind and I could I could feel that he was out or something weird like that so I'm like this guy's a fucking weirdo not only does he have a fucked up attitude but he's a fucking asshole when it comes to that kind of shit too. Right. So, and then the other one, Marab got kind of fucked on a split decision, I believe. So I'm just saying, like, so, a lot of his losses, even though he's he's eight and four, a few of them he kind of got um, robbed in a way. So I feel like his most recent performance, I feel like he's going to continuously do that because he's going to know when to really get aggressive because he doesn't want that. He doesn't want to get robbed again. I'm going to call a draw. That that's very possible. Oh, remember I said I had something to say about Bellator? There was three fucking draws in that match. I mean that Matt card. Yeah, it was crazy, wasn't it? Fucking three three draws in one card. It's it's rare to even see a draw a one draw in ten fights. Right. Mm-hmm. Ten fight cards. 
Yeah. Jordan, uh, any anything on that fight? Uh, I'm just gonna go with Brad Katana. Any reason? Just winning. No, no reason. Decision? Mm, yeah, I want to say decision for this one. Okay, I went with a um, decision win for morale. I'll be right back. I'm gonna grab something to drink real quick. Get okay. uh, get Ricky some water, please. He's got water. I do have water, but it's you have water. It's not water, that's Gatorade. Same difference. It's not the same. Do you want actual water? Get him in the actual water. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the water. So now let's get into some of the other fights. These yeah. aren't the ones that I care about that much, but I'm sure they're going to. Whenever I don't care about fight, they usually pleasantly surprise me, Sick, which is yeah. good. So, Sergei Spivak versus Walt Harris. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really like Walt Harris. I like that he's a kind of a ballsy fighter. He took fights on short notice. And um, he's kind of a bigger dude. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with him for decision just because I like him better. I know I'm more familiar with him. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the undefeated guy, Sergey. So he's nine and zero. That's who I'm going with. Don't know much about him, but I think uh, undefeated is gonna beat out with uh, Walt Harris. Uh, Walt Harris for me, just no real reason. It's a better name. <laughs> No real reason. All right, so we got Sarah Moras versus Macy Shazan. Shazan. Um, Macy Shazan is is on another level. There, I feel like she's like a Greg Hardy. Maybe Greg Hardy's a bad, but like a Greg Hardy slash um, Johnny Walker. Got a hype behind her, so they're kind of hand feeding her a couple of good matchups. But this chick is five and four, and Macy is four and zero. Oh. Exactly, I said they're hand feeding her a couple of good matchups. Um, yeah. First round knockout TKO, and I'm I'm just guessing because they're hand feeding her. But other than that, I wouldn't I would have just said decision because it's oh. safer to say for a women's fight. That's what I'm saying. Decision, she's on. Uh, I'm gonna go with Macy. Uh, third round knockout. All right. All right. Moving on. Okay, so uh, let's try these names. We got Vince Morales. That's American. And then Ahem. I'm Amen. 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 Zahabi. I'm gonna go with Zahabi. Because he's Canadian. And uh, I just like the name better, too. I'm going with Morales. Second round knockout. What you got, Jordan? Zahabi. No real reason. Zahabi decision. I'm going to win. We'll see. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next fight, we got uh, Nordine Talib Talib versus Kyle uh, Pre-Puket. I don't know if our listeners are familiar with, but if you guys have seen the movie Pinocchio, you remember when he gets drunk and he just hiccups a lot? 
Oh my God! Why? <laughs> I just want I just want to slap the shit out, of Ricky. Can we all agree? If you want to slap the shit out, of Ricky, for hiccuping, give us a goddamn comment. And tell us how much you want to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm working on a big handicap, a big handicap tonight. But I'm still not gonna let you slide, bro. Whatever. Fuck you. He's handicapable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh so the pictures I have, I guarantee you guys aren't looking at, and it's funny as shit. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle. Did you already say both their names? Yeah. I'm going with Kyle because he's, like, wearing, like, a beanie in his <laughs> picture. Do you see it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a cover of an LL Cool J album. So I'm going with him just for style points. <laughs> I'll go with decision win, Kyle. I didn't. I didn't research anybody. Uh, Nordin Talib. Uh, first round knockout. I was gonna also go with Nordin. He's got a. He's got a um scary look to him, really. He reminds me of uh. What was that guy's name? Um. I forgot his name. A but fighter. Uh, or... No, no, no. Just something else like uh. He reminds me of the super bad guy in Smallville. I have never the seen one Smallville. that could not die. I don't remember. Let me see if I can bring him up. Hold on. Well, anyway, um, as he's as he's doing that, we got a Canadian, Kyle Nelson versus Matt Salas or Sales. Uh, Matt Sales is American. I'll go with. Uh, I'm going to American on this one. Kyle Nelson's going down just because he looks kind of awkward in this picture. The Canadian will overcome. Kyle Nelson will will win. All right. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Kyle Nelson. All right. Um, Then we got R. John Singh Bueller versus Juan Adams. Juan Adams is American. He is... I'm not even sure what his actual heritage is. He looks like he's probably part Bigfoot. Yeah, I was going to say his heritage is caveman. He's like kind of cockeyed and kind of just like... Just a scary bigger dude. Um, On social media, he seems like a super cool guy though. So (laughs) I kind of feel fucked up saying that he's got cockeyed and he's like looks like a Bigfoot. But... Hey call, man, you, you, are, you, you, are how, you are how you're born, man. I ain't, I ain't really, I'm, not, I'm just calling it like I see it, dude. Right. No, you know, I'm not trying to rag on you too much about it. But uh, he's he's definitely a cool guy. I believe he's undefeated. Yeah, he's 4 0, and uh, Bellar is 8 and 1. Excuse me. Oh, Bellar, is that who I think it is? He fought the last time in, they were in Canada. And he wears like a, a turban. I think so. That guy is a star I'm over go there. With Bilar. That guy's a star over there, dude. Um. <laughs> yeah. But Juan Adams is way bigger. I know. Way bigger. He's got a five-inch reaching bandage, and he's younger. I'm going to go with Bilar, first-round knockout. I'm going to say Juan Adams. Decision. Safe choice, pussy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, pussy, you still there? 
You know it. <laughs> oh, um, randomly, just because I quoted, I was thinking about um, just letting our listeners know. We we listened back to our latest episode. It was a little, the audio was a little off. We really, really <laughs> tried to make sure that the audio was better, other, other than Ricky constantly hiccuping. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if you hate Ricky now, I should have took the night off. Is what I should have. <laughs> if you now hate Ricky, please text us at four four three. Um. So uh, the first fight of the night, I believe, unless you guys have more fights than me, sometimes our fights don't line up. We got Mitch Gagnon, so he has non-gag reflex versus Cole oh. Smith, who looks like a little kid on my picture. Cole Smith is undefeated, and uh, Mitch Gang. Gagnon is 12 and 4. And this is a Bantamweight fight, 135. I'm going to say uh, Gagnon wins. Second round, TKO. I'm going to go with Cole Smith, a.k.a. uh, Scumpy from back on the gaming days. Do you remember who Scumpy is? No? Well, he's a little redheaded dude. (laughs) He looks like a gamer. What? What is Scumpy from? Uh, like he used to, when I used to watch like uh YouTube a lot with the gaming, like co- competitive gaming. Okay. Before it really really blew up, like me and me and Bernie used to watch a lot of it, and there was yeah. the one team called Optic, and, okay. he, and the one guy's name was Optic Scumpy, and it was funny because Bernie kind of purposely did it, and he and he told both of us like, but he showed both of us that guy on separate occasions because me and Brian kind of have similar personalities. And he said it was funny because you both immediately said the same exact thing. As soon as you, it's a redheaded dude, Ginger, and he's just got a weird, like, you know, like a, like a YouTube personality, I guess. Yeah. And as soon as he put the video on, we both immediately said, I want to fuck this kid up. (laughs) (laughs) He just has that look. I don't know if he still does YouTube. Like, and like, I was talking to, like, you know, because Kevin does the whole um, gaming stuff. And recently he was talking to me about Dr. Disrespect and stuff. Yeah. And back then, Dr. Disrespect was like the top dude on YouTube. This is before streaming really was a big thing. It was just people would watch YouTube videos. And um, I remember Dr. Disrespect was really big. The Optic team was really big. I can't remember who else was really big, but um, I kind of fell off all of that. It wasn't really my interest no more. But, you know, years ago, that was like a big thing. And I, I remember these guys started blowing up. It was cool. I'm going to go with Cole Smith for this one. Yeah, me too, just because he looks like a weirdo. Decision. I'll go with first round submission. I don't even know if he knows how to do it. I'm sure he knows how to choke somebody. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I said Gagnon versus uh, second round TKO. All right, so um, I don't know, like a couple random things. What? You saw Endgame? Yeah, I saw Endgame. R- Ricky, you saw it? No, I didn't get the chance to. You want to give us a couple spoilers? <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. It was actually it was. spoiled for me. Really? Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones? Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Spectacular. It was, it was, uh, so I saw a lot of people complain how dark it was. It was pretty dark, but it wasn't oh. that bad. It wasn't. It was Without going into any spoilers, once they got into the castle, it was okay. It it was dumb. I, it was. I feel differently than how it ended, but I think the fight scene the was way a, the little quick, ended. a little quick. The way the episode ended, I don't know. 
I like the way the episode ended, but I feel like it should have been more dark than what it was. Well, like, I'm talking about literally it's where you can't see dark. Oh. oh. Not, not, not dark as in, like, the theme. Oh. Like, oh. it's hard to see. Then fucking turn up your brightness or turn off the lights. Dude, the one guy... I worked, did. I, yeah. no, I did turn off the said lights. He turned his brightness all the way up and still couldn't barely see anything. I Me saw too. a Bisming tweet saying, God damn it, I couldn't fucking see anything. I so I watched. I saw it, everything perfectly. I watched it after the fact. Fuck no, yes, it did. What did you watch it on? I he, watched it on my epic ass monitor. Hey, he thinks he saw it perfectly, but he recently told me he might need glasses. Yeah, I do. I do need glasses. So oh he thinks God. it looks perfect, but yeah. he's just used to not seeing. But I have a backlit monitor, so I well, see everything perfectly. Yeah, his 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 shit was pretty legit. Watching the fights on that was pretty cool. Um, he's got a curved television too, or whatever. It's like, oh, ain't you just Mister Fancy? I mean, it's not like a hundred inches like yours. Mine's not that big. According to Ricky, size does matter. Twenty-six inch <laughs> rod monitor. Oh, nice. Is it only twenty-six? Twenty-seven. Okay, twenty-seven look, inch. To me, it looked like it was at least thirty, but that's mainly because of the curve. Yeah. The other one's even bigger though. The other was like one forty is, something. No, the other one was like thirty-two, thirty-three. <laughs> 34 maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it has a setting in it so like it pushes more light out than normal monitors do so you can actually see all the deep colors. Yeah, so you go blind faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's the left eye because it's my left monitor. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Alright, so look out for us on the um, the Fight Axe podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be predicting 237 with them. We're also going to do it on our podcast. Um, we, Me and Ricky will be back here on Wednesday. I mean, Tuesday. It's we just, record on Tuesday. You'll hear us on Thursday. Yeah, sorry. I'm a little mixed up just because this week was so crazy. Um, as always, just check us out. Subscribe, like, comment, everything. Check us out on social media at MMA underscore Marks, M-A-R-K-S. And if you Google us, you can find us on any anything you listen to podcasts on. And like I said, don't forget to like and subscribe and give us a rating if, if you have a chance. It really would help us out. <coughs> anything else, uh, guys, before we head out? I got nothing. No, just have a good night. Hell yeah. Or day. Whatever. I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. And I'm Jordan. Out of here. Love you guys.